Welcome to Fat Pile Friday. Going through every category on the show sheet today, the fat pile is, well, it's really fat today, so we've got to go from stories, sex, crime, sports, truckers, AI, space, entertainment, coronavirus, maybe a little politics in there, and anything extra stuck on the fat pile today, maybe a something from the love handles as well welcome welcome to chewing the fat so congratulations to kanye my man kanye west uh he is now worth 6.6 billion dollars congratulations his uh, apparently his sneaker deal and apparel business you uh, know is uh worth a lot of money uh, Yeezy is worth 3.2 billion. <laughs> the rest is worth 4.7 billion. He's doing okay. He's doing okay. He's 43 year old uh, rapper, still known as a rapper instead of a businessman uh, or musician, is worth 6.6 billion, like I said, which is a significant increase uh, to what his reported worth was way back in 2020. And so, uh, you know, congratulations. Uh, you know, Good for him. Uh, that money is going to go down a little bit, though, uh, when the divorce to Kim happens. <laughs> Who just remember we talked about her filing for divorce um, last month. Got to take care of the kids. Got to take care of the ex. So I would say that he's going to be worth, you know, maybe $4 billion, 4 or $5 billion, uh, after it's all said and done. We'll see. But you never know. I love the headline, though, as it becomes that Kanye is the richest black man in America now. I was reminded that they don't say richest African-American because that would be Elon Musk, who is, he probably has triple citizenship, right? He's uh, South African, Canadian, and American, but that still makes him african-american anyway congratulations and couldn't happen to a greater guy nothing i want more than people to be billionaires i really i really don't care if it's creating jobs with yeezy and a gap and uh anything else that he does good it couldn't be better now i remember we talked about uh the uh, alexi Alexi, Alexi McHammond was, uh, you know, deemed to be editor in chief at Teen Vogue, and she had tweeted all these uh, horrible tweets while she was in college. And we ran down some of the tweets that she had uh, tweeted. Now she went around and bent the knee to everyone. She bent the knee to the world. She went to every employee, every department. She openly discussed what a, you know, they were terrible. I'm sorry. And she, I mean, she bent the knee to have this job as editor in chief of Teen Vogue. And it still wasn't enough. Should have called me. I could have told you it will never be enough. She attempted to prove me wrong. She attempted to prove this program and you wrong, but it didn't work because we are correct never bend the knee to the rage mob never bend the knee to the rage mob it ever it never works out never i say that and then i thought of one this morning on pat show that actually worked out when blake lively and uh, ryan reynolds bent the knee saying they were sorry but the thing i think i was trying to see what the difference was they bent the knee by apologizing for their wedding at the antebellum uh uh oh, what was the place oh gosh and it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it was on a plantation and that was bad enough but uh they when things started going south for other people doing the antebellum thing they jumped forward and beat they didn't ever got beat up for it they beat the rush 
and bent the knee and said we're sorry how terrible it was what a horrible thing gave a couple hundred thousand to the NAACP so they kind of jumped ahead of getting beaten up for it which was you know obviously a good move for them because it worked but it didn't work for Alexa she's out have a nice day like I said uh, she bent and she bent the knee to everyone man and tried to make it seem like it was, you know, I was in college and I'm a different person. And I believe that she is. But it doesn't matter to those rage mobbers at Teen Vogue, man. Not one iota. Get out. And she now followed their instructions and got out. So yesterday we mentioned that uh, Ford... Um, was going to allow 30,000 employees who have been working from home to keep working from home after the pandemic winds down, which I thought was nice of them. But they also uh, put out a headline, or the headline was put out, that the United Auto Workers Union informed workers that Ford, that very same company, plans to move a major project worth $900 million from Ohio to its plant in Mexico, which I thought was was nice. Well, now we find out that uh, they're going to cut shifts partially building pickups and SUVs due to a chip shortage. The F-150 pickups and Edge SUVs are going to be made and they're going to cancel shifts because there's a chip shortage. And then I see a story that talks about how uh, Samsung co-CEO warned that the global chip shortage will ding business performance. He said Samsung may skip the introduction of his new Galaxy Note phone because of the lack of chips. And remember, Apple is now backing away from Intel because they're going to do their own chip and they don't want to use Intel. So they're fighting with Intel. I mean, that's been, what, 15 years or or longer as uh, they were using chips from Intel. So, um, man, good luck. Now we've got a shortage of chips. And, I mean, we may end up having a shortage of the chips that I actually like that you can eat. But these particular chips, I mean, they're stopping production and cutting down on uh, our cell phones, our computers, and our, obviously our computers in our vehicles because Ford and Ford will not be the only one unless, you know, other car companies have a backlog of chips, uh, you know, stuck at the port somewhere, which... I mean, maybe they do, but I doubt it. All right, we got uh, we got more stories to get to under the uh, heading of sex. All right, we've got uh, th- these stories have been in the fat pile this week, and I just haven't had a chance to get to them, which you say, but Jeff, they're under the heading of sex, and you haven't got to them? Well, this one in particular, I haven't. You know, there's a few. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven stories that uh you know have not gotten into that <laughs> are still in the fat pile under the sex uh headline a las vegas timeshare mogul uh, stephen j kalubek filed court documents with uh, uh accusations that uh, instagram star stephanie gerzanski conning him oh no oh no kalubek 59 uh, gave her uh, expensive gifts, according to him, like $1.3 million in gifts. Man, must be nice to be her. But he claimed she posed as a fashion model while secretly selling nudes on OnlyFans from his, from his home in Las Vegas to his aeroplane. Oh, my gosh. And so they made him upset. If she would have just said, you know, give me a cut, I'll take a cut from it, he would have been fine. But he was mad that he gave her gifts, and uh, she uh, posed nude uh, wearing his son's uh, yarmulke. Oh, man. And uh, she has called him a jilted ex who will stop at nothing to get her back. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I, you know, there's probably a lot to be said about that. Because he was all in love, giving her credit cards, buying her Louis Vuitton designer items, uh, giving her caviar. <laughs> and she's used, just using the places to pose nude for the OnlyFans account. So, hey, you know, nothing says love like 
posing nude at the boyfriend's timeshare house and his airplane and his jet and then saying, you know, have a nice day. Thanks for the gifts. So you can understand why he was a little upset. And uh, this story, uh, under the sex heading again, uh, according to this story, uh, a mommy claims that I use sexual favors as currency in my marriage. Duh. According to this story, her and her husband have been happily married for five years, and we have two little kids. You know what? I don't even need to read the story. This is Headline Friday. It's Fat Pile Friday. Just let me say the headline, uh, I use sexual favors as currency in my marriage. I want to say, duh. Now, I'm sure that the answer to this from uh, Scary Mommy is that shouldn't happen, right? Let him know your concerns, and t- whatever that's been that's an age old an age old action uh in marriages and relationships sexual favors as currency now she's claiming it's in marriage but you know happens for almost everything so a soccer star uh has said in an interview that they have he and his uh and the wife or the girlfriend they've been together i'm not real sure if they're his wife uh has sex 12 times a day and heaven forbid that somebody says that they have sex uh 12 times a day because we've got to fact check that we can't believe someone who says they have sex with their wife or their husband 12 times a day my gosh what is he doing there's no chance in hell anyone who has a full-time job especially one with travel and time commitments of an athlete is having sex a dozen times a day there's a better chance i'm a billionaire by the end of the week and this story being than this story being true okay well let's say that he's asked and he's in love with his wife or that she's asked and she's in love with her husband and they say yeah we have an absurd sex drive And you know what? We have sex, you know, dozens of times a day. Well, that may be when they're together. When they're not together, maybe they don't. You know, that's what couples do. But they're so in love that when they're together, it's a business day. They have serious business going on. So what's the big deal? Yeah, I mean, it's just amazing to me what constitutes the press to go after somebody do you believe that that soccer player and his wife said that they have sex dozens of times a day together no that's not possible i don't believe it oh uh, okay no 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 problem uh then you know we're gonna go after him and write a big expose that can't possibly be true just remarkable uh, we talked a little bit about the Grammys and how bad they were, and we talked about the Cardi B, you know, performance, and you know, people are still all wound up. And I know that uh, you know, anti-porn groups rip the explicit Grammys. That's been going on for a long time. You know, I know the I know the performance was you know agonizing, and uh, you know, obviously it was uh, you know very sexual in content. But the Grammys have done explicit performances for a long time that's what makes it the grammys so to think that this is something extravagantly different eh, i don't know that i agree with that and there's a new sexual content app that people are a little concerned about and you know it's in australia now it uh you know i don't know that i agree with the sexual content app as it is but uh, the police commissioner in Australia said the app could be utilized in order to establish positive consent. And many people have said, ooh, no, that could be used by abusers and argue that it's not a long-term solution to the problem of sexual assault. Well, no, it's not. But because, and you want to know why? Not because of the app. We like the app. Uh, we like the app. But what's the problem is that no can be said at any time, okay? Consent can be withdrawn at any time in the relationship. So if you said yes, and then it you know went to the app, and the app, you said yes on the app, oh no, 
Oh, no, 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 no. Because at some point, you may say no in the uh, process. And then what happens? Do you, are you able to update the app? No. Maybe if we just have the app listen. Turn the app on and we listen. And then we know we have all we have audio evidence, right? Right, of course. Look, there is uh, protests and uh, marches all over the world going on about uh, harassment and sexual abuse of women, whether it be in Australia or the United States or whatever country. And according to this, um, sexual assaults rose 10% in 2020 with about 1,500 women coming forward, and only 2% of those led to guilty verdicts in the court. So this is in Australia. So the fact that you've signed up in the beginning doesn't mean that you're up for everything that your partner suggests. You can withdraw consent. We need to be teaching consent to our kids as part of a respectful relationship program that's age-appropriate in our schools and in our homes. I couldn't agree more with that. Honestly, I couldn't agree more with that. We also need to realize that... Well, no, I better not say that. I couldn't agree with more with that. I'll just leave it there. <laughs> just just say yes on the app and we'll move ahead, okay? <laughs> All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Oh, so good. Oh, man. That's why you go to the break room hey the sharon stone story i don't know what to do with it i don't know i mean i enjoy the story but i feel like they're trying to get me to be mad at this hollywood thing but again it's she was asked something it didn't happen and then i'm supposed to feel bad that it actually was asked of her um she says a producer told her to sleep with basic instinct co-star to build chemistry okay so this was the basic instinct movie you know the one where she spread her legs apart with michael douglas and uh it was in the movie which she didn't think was going to be in the movie by the way and when she talks about it in this story she said that she had a producer which she didn't name uh bring him into bring her into his office and he had malted milk balls and a little milk carton type container under his arm with the spout open and he said the uh, chocolate balls were falling out of the spout and rolling all over the wood floor. And so that is a way for anyone who knows who this person is, right? You know, this guy has always got, or woman, oh no, he's he, uh, he always had these malted milk balls with him. So anybody inside Hollywood knows who that is, right? She doesn't have to name him. And she said that he explained to her why I should f my co-star so that he could so that we could have on-screen chemistry now we don't know who the producer is we're guessing that it's michael douglas but she doesn't say she just said co-star there were other people in the movie but the main star is michael douglas and basic instinct and uh she said i told the producer uh it was my job to act and i said so oh and so then it was they didn't force you to sleep with your co-star and you still remained in the movie got paid and won your awards for being in the stupid movie right so what's the big deal are we supposed to believe that it's horrible that this guy asked her to do that i mean he's trying to produce a movie trying to make it better if we get better on screen uh, chemistry between you and the co-star then you know that's much better for the movie so we need you know it'd be nice if you could if you guys could uh, you know take care of a little business <laughs> but she said no and it was okay so then she talked about how the scene where she you know uncrosses her legs while sitting in the chair uh she said that they shot that and she was called in to see it and they said uh the director um she said they made her take her panties off because it was reflecting the light and then they called her in to see the shot and the director and there were agents and lawyers there and they were all watching and she said that's how i saw my vagina shot for the first time 
uh, long after I'd been told, ah, we can't see anything. Don't worry about it. Just remove your panties. The white light is reflecting. Okay, so she's pissed, right? They told her that they couldn't see anything, and then they could, right? Now, okay, so then she said, I'm going to get an injunction and, you know, go after it. She said, uh, first, at the time, that would give the film an X rating. But remember, this was 92, not now, when we have erect penises on Netflix. She has a point there. But... Um, she said then after she she got mad through her fit and then she said uh after the screening i let paul know the options and they all knew i had an uh, they had the options and uh you know i i went away and then i did have all these choices so i thought and thought and you know what i chose to allow the scene in the film because it was correct for the film and for the character and after all i did it Oh, so you had the opportunity to fight and not get it in the movie. Then you went home mad and realized, you know, it's probably the right thing to do for the the movie, which it was turned you into a superstar, turned the made the movie that that was what the movie was. And you know what? And heck, I did it. I mean, I, I didn't. I didn't say no when they told me to take my panties off and spread my legs. So, are we supposed to be mad at that? I, I, I guess we are. I, 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 you know what? I am mad at them. I'm mad at them for making her do that and paying her. And I wish they would have just sent her away. It's just stupid. I don't understand. You, she had the choice, and and the choices worked out how she expected them to work out after she made the choice isn't that the way it's supposed to work it's not a bad thing <sighs> just <sighs> another thing that's not a bad thing is you subscribing to this show if you're listening to the show right now and you're not a subscriber to chewing the fat please become a subscriber to chewing the fat okay it's free so you become a freeloading subscriber right now if you're listening and you're not a freeloading subscriber you're just a freeloader and nobody likes a freeloader okay nobody and everyone wants people to like them even sharon stone so uh which is why she decided to leave the you know leg spreading scene in basic instinct and she was correct so you would be correct by subscribing to chewing the fat with jeff fisher okay that's why i manspread every day on this show i do it for you i do it for you the freeloading subscribers so if you're listening and you're a freeloader again no one likes you but if you subscribe to the show you can be part of the team okay come on you're you're part of us come on now you can sit at our table so subscribe to chewing the fat and then you might as well follow me on my social media, Twitter, at JeffyJFR, Facebook, Instagram, Parlor, Jeff Fisher Radio. You may as well head over to YouTube. Follow me there on my YouTube page, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. I just posted a new interview with uh, Phelan Mackler. We talked the other day on this show and about uh, my son, Hunter, which I am so excited about that movie. I cannot wait for him to get that movie done. But you have an opportunity to invest in the making of my son hunter but you can listen to that uh, either on uh my podcast um tuesday of this week i think i think it was tuesday it might have been wednesday they all get mashed together and it's up on my youtube page too the last video content that i posted on my youtube page all right under our crime heading today uh let's start with uh, cherokee county georgia shall we uh captain jay baker the public information officer at the Cherokee County, Georgia Sheriff's Office. Now, he was uh, asked to not be the spokesman any longer. <laughs> I know. And you can think of how, what a horrible thing this guy did to, uh, to be asked to not be the spokesman anymore. Want to know what he said? <laughs> he was asked the shooter's state of mind you know the shooter that shot up the massage parlors and he was asked hey uh you know the mindset uh, when the detectives brought him in and he commented that the guy you know said he had a really bad day and that uh you know for him and this is what he did it's just incredible 
With investigators, they interviewed him this morning, and I, uh, they got that impression that, yes, he, he investigators. understood um, the gravity of it. And he was pretty much fed up. It had been kind of at the end of his rope, and, uh, and yesterday was a really bad day for him, and this is what he did. Remorseful? Okay. Uh, remorseful? I'm not to, I don't know if he was remorseful or not. I don't know if he was remorseful or not. So that was his mindset. You know what the reporters asked. Now he, he can't be the spokesman anymore because they claim that he was the one who said it was a bad day for him. It wasn't him who said it. He didn't say it. He was saying that's what the shooter. I mean, it's just incredible. So now they have to go back and find something even you know, worse than him commenting because they know I think they screwed up. All right, I pretty much know they screw up. So they don't say that he was saying what the shooter said. They just said uh, the allegations of criticism over Baker, uh, description of the spot shooting suspect. Uh, yeah, continue to grow. That's what it was. It was his description that it wasn't the description. He didn't say the kid was having a bad day. He said that's what the kid thought. I just, I can't freaking take it so now again we have to go back and find out and he did something horrific and this is another reason that we have to hate him okay this is uh captain jay baker uh, cherokee county georgia sheriff's office at one point he was photographed with a t-shirt on that is being described as an anti-asian message about COVID-19. It was a t-shirt that said COVID-19 imported virus from China. You know, the way that it's portrayed that Trump says it. C-H-Y-N-A. And apparently it was a Facebook account of his that uh, was a picture of him in that t-shirt and that has been deleted. However, CNN was fortunate enough to access the photo through a cached copy. So that's good. Um, it's just a shirt. It doesn't mean that. He... First of all, first of all, saying that the COVID-19 disease came from China is not an anti-Asian message. And he didn't say yeah, well, the kid was having a bad day, and that's where he, why he did it. He said, that's what the kid thought. I can't freaking take it anymore. In New York, in New York, a man was arrested, and it was a horrible thing that he did. I'm not kidding you. Okay, this, you want to know what a horrible thing he was? He was arrested. For two counts of aggravated harassment. He drew in the snow and then came back and drew with some chalk. <laughs> I know. I know. So this 50-year-old man caught on security camera was scribbling an anti-Semitic symbol along with a pentagram and 666 on the sidewalk outside of Temple Emmanuel in New York. Now, two guards who were there called the cops, and uh, it was the same guy. They soon realized that the guy who drew the hateful symbol with his finger in the snow came back with chalk. I mean, he was filmed drawing a swastika in the snow. Come on now. Come on. We're arresting people for harassment, aggravated harassment, for drawing in the snow and using chalk. I know the symbols of hate they are. I know it was in front of a temple, but it was in the snow and in chalk. Um, it doesn't take much to get rid of those. Oh, it's not about getting rid of those, Jeff. 
Um, it's about uh, the hate that they represent and the harassment that someone could see those in the snow. Okay. Okay. You got me. I mean, I know that in New York, Bill de Blasio wants the NYPD to go knock on doors to root out hateful behavior. Had maybe they stopped at this guy's apartment and not... NYPD, yeah, uh, we know you're not doing anything wrong, but uh, man, if you uh, if you see something that's anti-Asian, or do you have any neighbors that you think are, you know, could be, uh, you know, could be criminal, uh, let us know, okay? And uh, you know, maybe, maybe uh, it wouldn't happen if the police showed up at the door. Oh, okay. So now you just want to. Th- have the police come by and hey uh, you might not be doing anything now but we just want you to know <laughs> we're here and uh it's not going to be enough that we're parked outside your building or we're down the street uh i know that we're you know <laughs> we're getting defunded and there's less stuff we can do and you know here's a social worker behind us says, but just let just to let you know uh don't be thinking about uh don't be doing anything wrong okay we're just we're just giving warnings that's all we just stopped by to give you a warning what what freaking kidding me it's just unbelievable another new york story that i think the anti-maskers uh are actually uh excited about although it didn't gain as much steam because once you read the story you realize that it's not really about the mask so a judge has removed a six-year-old from her mother because she didn't wear a mask while dropping her off at school. Now, the six-year-old, uh, the mother didn't wear a mask while dropping her off outside of the school. The child did have a mask on. So the mother explained in a phone call that her daughter was already inside the building and wearing a mask when the school nurse and school security attempted to force her a doctor to wear a mask on the public street in front of the building where they drop off takes place she refused she explained to the school nurse that had come out and was aggressively demanding that she put on a mask but it was already leaving and did not accept it the next thing i know my daughter is taken away from me so she's separated but the deal is that she's going through a really bad divorce and hubby is looking for any reason to take this kid away from her and he uh and he's found a way and this was it she's not permitted to see or even speak to her daughter uh she has supervised visits with her daughter uh two a week and she still needs to wear a mask inside her own home that's what the judge told her that she had to wear a mask to uh, see the daughter. Uh no. Uh no. Have a nice day. Now I know that uh you know hubby is uh you know demanding that she no longer be permitted to drop off or pick up her child from school. I mean they just hate each other. Hate each other. So this is what you get and they're just tearing the kid apart for it. I hope they're happy. I hope they're happy. <laughs> Sports heading, basketball star LeBron James just inked a new deal with Pepsi uh, after working with uh, Coca-Cola since he was 18. Uh, LeBron's going to face uh, be the face of Pepsi's new morning energy drink. Plus, he's going to promote some of its other brands and take part in the company's social justice efforts. And that's special. The NFL just signed a new media deal worth over a hundred billion dollars. Signed new media rights agreements with CBS, NBC, Fox, ESPN, and Amazon. Collectively worth over a hundred and ten billion dollars over eleven years. Wow! Nearly doubling the value of its previous contracts. Just. Amazing. 
<laughs> it's good to be in the NFL. It is good to be in the NFL. Under uh, our heading of space, uh, the space station tossed out a 2.9 ton hunk of space junk. I just threw it. I just I just t- threw it into space. Uh, it's supposed to burn up. You know, it's just batteries. Ah, be fine. Don't worry about it. If it doesn't burn up or it burns, you know, some of it stays in the atmosphere. Ah, don't worry about it. There's nothing in those batteries that, well, there is some stuff in those batteries that could hurt some people, but it'll be fine. Um, this goes back to where why I wanted to create uh, space garbage. Uh, we need to have space garbage pickup. Man, I'm telling you, it's a billion-dollar idea. Um, we have, uh, and I appreciate the emails that sent me the space junk story. <laughs> thank you. Those of you that emailed chewing the fat at the blaze.com. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, but you're right. This is actually an example of why it's needed. We talked about, uh, one of the emails, you know, brought up the Andy Griffith show again, the salvage one, but you know, back in the seventies, but, um, uh, we need to do that. That is, we need to become the space junk mafia. Because that stuff is flying. we got thousands of things flying around out there. It's going to be some damage. It's going to cause some damage really soon. And under the space heading, one more time, NASA, the headline says, NASA completes major test on rockets that could make humans back to the moon. Um, wow, way to get on board. Um yeah, we've already talking about wanting to, you know, build a sperm bank on the moon and Elon's shooting people up into space every day and uh Blue Origin is shooting stuff up and uh was it Blue Origin? No, Blue Origin is Amazon and they already said they're going to back up. They didn't get the government project so they're backing up their plans for space. But you've got SpaceX and you've got Virgin Galactic, right? They're already doing it. And I know, you know, Lockheed Martin and Boeing and there's a few other, you know, space uh, space companies. But the big ones are SpaceX, Virgin Galactic, and Blue Origin. And Blue Origin already said, eh, no, we're going to back that off a little bit. So, uh, I mean, NASA, congratulations for, you know, finally getting there. Uh, wow, you guys are... You guys are picking up the pace, man. Good job. Trying to get through uh, Fat Pile Friday today. I mean, there's always so much fat <laughs> built up, <laughs> hanging over the belt line. You know, the love rolls, the love handles. There's all kinds of fat, and uh, I try to get I try to get rid of as much as I can on Fridays. And uh, you know, I'm trying. I'm doing the best I can for you today on chewing the fat. Okay. But you ever wonder where TV shows get their ideas? And especially, you know, they've got, uh, you know, the 911 shows. Uh, you know, the 911, the one in Los Angeles, and 911 uh, Texas or Austin or whatever the heck the name of it is. And um, so I'm reading this story in uh, Idaho where uh, this rescue took place. A, when the trooper first arrived on the scene, the pickup had gone over the edge of a bridge and was held only by a safety chain connected to a camper trailer. Now, you look at the pictures and the truck is just hanging off the side of this bridge. It's about a hundred foot drop. I think that's what they said. Yeah, 180 to 100 feet drop. Now, they in the truck was a 67-year-old man from garden city idaho and a 64 year old woman who we're guessing is wife or girlfriend from garden city both were transported to magic valley hospital with what appeared to be life non-life-threatening injuries now they were hanging off the side they were driving this big trailer behind their ford f-150 ford i'm sorry f-350 2004 and they've got a 30-foot camper they're pulling behind. And they lost control, according to witnesses. And the camper swerved, hitting the right shoulder barrier, then went left until the truck was sliding on the left side guardrail. And then the truck tipped over the bridge with the camper blocking off both eastbound lanes. Only the safety chain attached is keeping the truck from falling down that 80- to 100-foot drop. And it's just hanging there off the side of the bridge. The man and the woman in a seatbelt, still in the truck, alive, with two dogs now the rescue team got there and got them out and rescued them safely obviously 
Uh, I mean, that's what we're talking about. And got the two dogs out safely. Now, can you imagine? The only thing I could think of in my head is as I'm reading the story, I'm looking at the pictures. Can you imagine being the guy? (laughs) And you're hanging off of this bridge. The dogs are barking. The wife is screaming at you because you were driving too fast to begin with. I told you you were driving too fast. We couldn't be driving this fast when we're going down this highway over these bridges. It gets too windy and you lose just like you did. I mean, when the rescue guys get there, you got to imagine the guy was just like, let me drop. Just let me drop, please. Under the heading of COVID-19, the CDC has shortened the COVID social distancing guidelines for kids in school. Uh, It's no longer six feet. It is three feet. So they are recommended uh, between K and 12 students, regardless of whether community transmissions is low, moderate, or substantial. doesn't matter. Uh, The recommendation is that kids can uh stay three feet apart now they also then it goes on to say well it's recommended that middle school and high school students should probably stay six feet apart if schools aren't able to keep students and teachers in assigned groups but don't worry about it because we've already said that k through 12 can do the three feet it's just uh, make up your mind make up your mind what you're doing okay that's all i want just make up your mind And they're trying, I guess, I guess. And there's news that artificial intelligence has now been developed by the University of Copenhagen that can predict with a 90% accuracy rate whether someone undiagnosed is at risk from dying if they catch COVID-19. Oh, wait, what? That's right, 90% accuracy. So researchers studied 3,944 positive cases in Denmark and used positive cases taken by the UK Biobank for external validation, took common risk factors, age, BMI, hypertension hypertension into account to formulate the algorithm. The The AI model predicted risk of death at different stages, at diagnosis, at hospital admission, and at intensive care admission. Out of the 3,944 patients who were tracked for the study 324 died of COVID-19 the men who died were all between 73 and 87 years of of age with clear signs of high blood pressure and BMI impacting the results the group of men proved to be one of the highest risk of mortality as a result so the AI program would predict that men at the age range at that age range with blood pressure and BMI at a higher risk Uh, really thank you so they developed this algorithm, which managed to predict the risk of death and findings that were further backed up in the other the rest of the study. 90% they could figure out. Do you want to know? Do you want the AI to test you? Do you want it to come in and be probed for the... Wait, I don't know if he has to probe you. Uh, I don't know how they, what the AI has to do. If he has to touch you, probe you, feel you. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the AI's got to do. But I just know that they can predict it. So I don't know if they wave it over you, boom, or they come in and they, you know pickle you or whatever but uh you know either way 90 they could decide hey you know what i mean if they say yeah you got a 90 percent chance of you know kicking over i mean you could be the 10 percent. you could be that couldn't you i think so i mean i don't want to know i don't want to know don't tell me Okay, under the politics head, heading, and I, I know, I know, I know I try to stay away, but this is going to, you know, I'm going to, I jokingly put under as a heading for this, hey, want to feel better? Well, not really. You're not going to feel better after this, but you need to know it, okay? Just take this with you. Take that with you as you as you go through your days, okay? You go through this weekend, for those of you listening live on the 19th of March, 2021, uh, we've got the big weekend coming up. It's the, uh, what is it, the uh, Equinox this weekend, Saturday morning. You've got the uh, uh, Saturday morning vernal equinox, the astronomical arrival of spring. So, uh, you know, enjoy it, okay? Spring is in the air. 
The U.S. Department of Commerce is said to expand restrictions on exports to Russia in response to the chemical weapon poisoning. Well, don't forget that Vladimir is pissed at the Biden administration, right? Called the U.S. ambassador, uh, called the ambassador back, right? Because he's pissed that Biden called Putin a killer. Um, We have uh, Putin saying, hey, uh, hey, Joe, why don't we talk publicly over the, you know, we'll Zoom. We'll have a Zoom meeting and we'll air it publicly. Yeah, no, Joe's busy. Man, we'd like that to happen, but no. Now, as much as I would like to maybe kind of have that happen, um, I don't want to. It'd be too embarrassing for the U.S. Kamala Harris, the vice president of the United States, uh, went in front of the U.N. and pledged to fight for women and democracy. That's good. That's good to go in front of the U.N. for that. Uh, U.S. is uh, in talks with Israel on Iran. I don't know why. Uh, I mean, Iran just revealed an underground missile city. (laughs) That's it, though. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Just an underground missile city, which is exactly what Israel will not allow. It's just, oh, my gosh. Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, Biden said he's proud of Secretary of State after a confrontation with China. <laughs> so now we've got Putin pissed. we got China pissed. We've got Chi Kung Panda Bear pissed, right? Uh, but she's talking nice in front of the U.N., a female that, you know, she's Vice President Kamala Harris. Not the president, by the way, uh, speaking in front of the U.N. It's just like she's calling, she's calling all these world leaders. And, I mean, it's appropriate, I guess, that she's called most of them for her to speak in front of the United Nations. But President Biden isn't speaking there. It's just uh, amazing to me. And because the power is shifting toward China, Great Britain has said, yeah, you know what? More nukes are needed. Um, Now, we're going to have to get some more nukes. So, uh, yeah, the power is shifting toward China. So, we got that to worry about. And then my favorite, I think, is Kim Jong-un's sister warns the Biden administration about causing a stink. A word of advice to the new administration of the United States that is struggling to spread the smell of gunpowder on our land from across the ocean. If it wants to sleep in peace for the coming four years, it had better refrain from causing a stink at its first step. <laughs> so the tensions are rising with North Korea too. That's good. Man, that is good. Good times. Good times. I'm so happy we have this new administration doing what this new administration is doing because they are bringing the world together. And I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, it makes me hate Donald Trump even more because what did that guy ever do? <laughs> exactly exactly okay all right then that's what i'm saying and one last thing to i don't know bring it all together for you okay i got an email from jay the letter jay who asks tired of the rona high gas prices oh by the way gas prices over three bucks a gallon here in texas now good job president biden green screen presidents well Murder hornets are back. (laughs) So I read the story link that he sent, and it's really, I mean, they're kind of back, not really. It's just that they are concerned they're going to come back in the summer. Uh, One of the Department of Agriculture guys that, uh, you know, eradicated the nest that they found, where they found, uh, I mean, they, it was an incredible number. They, they found 500 live murder hornet specimens, including 200 queens in the nest. I mean, I was glad they killed the nest. But he claims that, hey, this is a species we want to not tolerate here in the United States. Uh, yeah, no kidding. 
Uh, they're not supposed to be here, and we're going to get as many as we can this time. We may not get them all, but uh, we're going to we're going to get them all at one point or another. Okay, good. They're claiming now. Remember, they tied the little trackers on them and lost them, and they think that they came here on a ship. They don't know how they got here. Um, the people in Washington. The people in Washington state who are going after the murder hornets, they're the Asian giant hornets. I know they're not murder hornets. Don't start. They're not murder hornets. Haven't you ever seen the videos? Don't you know? And, you know, I know that that Coyote Peterson stung himself with the Japanese giant hornet. We got it. I mean, that's what Cody does, right? Cody Peterson. If you haven't seen his YouTube channel and his his shows, he gets bitten by all these different kind of insects and animals. The guy is just amazing. But uh, uh, I, I know that they're they, they're not murder hornets. Okay, no, I, I I understand that they're that they're not murder hornets. But that's what we're calling him. And whether the Japanese like it or not, that's what we're calling them. Okay, they're the giant. Murder hornets. Isn't that better than Asian giant hornets? Can't we just call them murder hornets and be done with it? Isn't it anti-Asian sentiment if we call these giant bees the Japanese murder hornets? Isn't it? Or the Asian hornets? Isn't it? No, let's just call them murder hornets and be done with it. And then let's call them dead murder hornets because nobody wants them here in the u.s in fact i'd say let's exterminate them from the planet i'm okay with uh, exterminating from the planet i know Peta. i know you're against it we don't want anything like that happening but you know what i'm okay with them being extinct let's say hey look there's a stuffed asian giant murder hornet they're extinct now and we'll leave it at that, shall we? <laughs>